drop. Hold mics like ponytails tight. Bobble lives. Stop to stick around. Come through with dick and sound of the fly brown six oh six oh cycle. Who throws a dick around? Bound to go to the black. Came to destroy rap. It's an intricate plot of a b-boy strap. Them stack cats get kidnapped. Them release a statement to the press. Let the rest know who did that. Metal fist terrorist. Claim responsibility. Broken household name usually said hostility. Um, what is MF, you silly? I like to take events to the end for two milli. That's the audio down the double. Rappers need to fall off just the same in the trouble. Yo, watch your own back. Give me the go out alone, black. Stay in the zone. Turn H2O to cognac. On Tuesday, ever since the womb till I'm back with my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government, tumor lake. Either unmarked or engraved. Hey, who's to say? I wrote this one in BCDC, old section. If you don't believe me, go get back and check them. So number 17, I'm under the top bunk. I say this not to be me. was bad like a pop junk. Pop the trunk on six cyber punk, leave a mess, scrape off a bit. It ain't no escape. Blame a left tape. Definition super villain. A killer who loved children, one who was well skilled in destruction as well as building. My city seller teaches the trife to be trifer. I'm trading science fiction with my man alive life. A pie pipe, a holler, a rhyme, a dollar and a dime. Do a sting, ring around the white collar crime. Get out my face, asking about my case, steam toothpaste. Refreshment, monkey style, nigga to death and death. And don't fiend still in their teens. Shook niggas turn witness. Real men's mind their own business. That's the difference between sissy pissy rappers and double dust. How come I hold the microphone double clutch? COs make rounds, never have eyes found. Shakedown, lockdown, wet dreams of Fox Brown. On Doomsday, ever since the wound till I'm back where my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government, tumor lake. Either unmarked or engraved, hey, who's to say? Doomsday, ever since the wound till I'm back to the essence. Reading off the tomb. Either engraved or unmarked grave, who's to say? Pass the mic like Pastor P's like they used to say. Some MFs don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all who's hella cool, her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames off nipple and tip of nipples metal fang. Known amongst hoes for the bang bang. Known amongst foes for flow without no talking orangutans. Only gin and tang. Guzzle out a rusty tin can. Me and this mic is like yin and yang. Clang, crime don't pay. Listen, dude, it's like me holding up the line at the kissing booth. I took her back to the truck, she was uncool. Spitting all out the sunroof, threw her missing tool. But does she have a sexy voice sound like Jazzy Joyce? So I touch it up, fastened in a speeding knife. Strong enough to please a wife. Able to drop today's path in the 48 keys of life. Cut the crap for his rap. Touch the mic and get the same thing that A-Rab would do to you for stealing. What the devil? He's on another level. It's a word, no a name. MF, the super villain.
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Shout out to all of my super villains. Rest in power to one of the greatest to ever do it. MF motherfucking doom. You know what I'm talking about? Man. Yeah, pour one out for the mother. Pour one out for your brother. Pour one out for MF Doom. Light one up. You know, I was telling niggas don't shoot their guns tonight. But fuck it. Get you some fireworks or whatever. Let it off. But remember, them bullets got to fall somewhere. So you can't do it in a, in a place where there's little children. Go in the woods or something. Let's do this roll call. And we're going to get into this broadcast tonight. Um... We are not, yeah, we're going to be here for about an hour because to be honest with you, I have a, le- I have a lecture tonight. Um, I wasn't going to do a third out Thursdays. I was just going to be studying for my lecture, but you know, in typical red pill fashion, I'm thinking about the people. So I was like, fuck that. You know, I got the news. While I was studying, I promise you on God, I was looking up, rest in peace, Dr. Africa. I was putting slides together because I'm doing a a, a lecture tonight for the year in review. And I was looking for RIP Dr. Africa and Baba Kalindi. And then I got, I, 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 I went online and I seen MF Doom. I was like, wait, what? That shit stuck it stuck me for a minute. I, I was like, not not MF Doom. MF Doom ain't gonna he, he don't die, he multiply. And sure enough, his uh his wife and his team posted that he made transition on October 31st, Halloween. The same day that I released my album Rest Summer, right? Coincidentally, you know, the same the same night that I performed uh, my album release, The Man in the Mask, right? You see, 2021 was about the mask. You feel me? 2021 was about the mask. Everybody wearing a mask. Everybody got a mask on. So we finally know what it feels like to be a brother like MF Doom. A lot of these cool niggas don't know who he is because they not cool enough. You know what I'm talking about? These niggas is not that cool. They be acting like they cool, but they don't. if they don't know who MF Doom is, they not fucking cool. You understand? Because it's a different type of cool that's running the world right now. It's not that knuckle dragger shit. So the man in the mask, you know, makes transition. Um... The day where everybody puts their mask on. All right, let's do the roll call. California in the building. The Bay Area in the building. Philly in the building. Miami, KTL, ATL, I see you. I see you, um, Mary, in the building. All right. Burlington, North Kakalaka. You feels me? Baltimore in the building. Colorado in the building. MIA, money is a major issue. Vegas in the building. Detroit in the building. Mississippi in the building. 
757 Norfolk in the building. You know, AZ in the building, North Carolina, Toronto, Stone Miggity, North Carolina, yeah, Austin, Texas, Moreno Valley, Hartford, Connecticut, Greensboro, Cincinnati, Mississippi, St. Louis, VA, Charlotte, Baton Rouge, Sweden up in this bitch, Tallahassee up in this bitch, MF Doom, a Long Island legend, and he's a He's from the UK too, right? He was born mine across the he's born across the motherfucking pond. He was born in London. 31516 Hempstead, Shy Town, Los Angeles, Crown Heights, yeah. Phoenix, 916, Vegas, Sweden, Quantum Round, Southwest London, in it. Huh? Tennessee. Thomasville, Sacramento, Harlem. Damn, this shit coming fast. Louisville, Barlow, Maryland, Sacktown, Amsterdam. Light up. Amsterdam, Louisville, Mystic Philly in the building, Dade County, Georgia, South Central. That's right. Shout out to my villains. I see you. Southside, Charlotte, Mississippi. All right. Let's have some villain talk real quick. Let's have some villain talk so y'all can understand what that means. I'm going to have a quick conversation about signs, you know, the signs, right? The signs, you know, this year, right? Cleveland, Ohio, what's happening? Virginia, Jamaica, Monmox, the west side of Vegas, I see you. Roosevelt, I see you, all right? East Shore, Virginia. I was just watching a video Panic did last night. Took me like two days to get through it. He was talking about the Kali energy. You know? He was talking to uh, the Kali energy. How the Kali energy is here. And... He did a good analogy. He broke down Game of Thrones. That was kind of good that I, I saw that. That was dope. You know, shout out to Brother Panic and, uh, you know, and over there with the cult lectures and his team and his family and whatnot. So he was breaking down the aspects of the shadow. You know, the aspects of, you know, the shadow self. Kali Ma, cutting heads, right? We've been talking about Kali Ma as well. We attributed the rise with Kamala Harris to Kali. You know, it was like, that's plain cut and dry. That's Kali right there. The 50 necks around, the 50 heads around her necks. And then you niggas, niggas did a, uh, 
a motherfucking montage of all of the necks or all of the heads that Kamala collected as a prosecutor. I'm like, well, shit, how do you think it interprets? You think it's really a woman out there decapitating niggas in real life? If that if that energy were to present itself, would it not present itself not as a police officer? Because you catch more heads as a prosecutor than you do as a police officer because you'll lock up 500 black men. But who's putting them away in a pokey? Who's giving them life? Who's putting them in a shallow grave? Who's burying them alive? It's the prosecutor. It's not the lawyer. It's not the defender. It's not even a judge. It's the prosecutor. She collects the souls. She's the one who's cutting the heads off. You understand? That's how it would, uh, or, or if she were a doctor, a doctor catches more bodies than a policeman and gets away with it. Facts. You know what I'm talking about? Facts. So a prosecutor like Kamala Harris would be the one who would personify. And it, do, it doesn't hurt that her name translates to the Kali, the great one. R.I.P. to Shabadu, right? The breakdancer. You know, it comes in threes and whatnot. So yesterday, no, we got ecstasy from Houdini. One love, one love. You lucky just to have just one love. He told you about friends, right? He told you friends. How many of us have them? Friends, before we go any further, let's be friends, right? And then he made transition. He is one of the first sex symbols in hip hop. You understand? The dude named Ecstasy from Houdini. First nigga with his shirt off before LL. And they went platinum. You know what I mean? And they and they low key was lit back in the days. You know, shit changed because the times have changed. But we were doing a whole show on Monday. We got in the DeLorean and we went back in time. We did our best to go back in time. Rest in peace to Joe Clark, right? We went in, we we got in the DeLorean and we went back in time. Right? And we were just sharing with our younger audience some of the contributors to this very rich culture that we have, this culture that's this overlooked and underappreciated, especially when it comes to the veterans. But if anybody is into real estate, you know the importance of a foundation. Can't build a house without a foundation. You know? You, you can't build a house without a foundation. So the foundation is, is leaving us. You know, doom is a foundation. Remember Peach Fuzz? And we talked about that last on Monday when I was going back in the, when I was reminiscing and I spoke of MF Doom and when he was in KMD and Peach Fuzz. Yeah, the video, they were dressed up like Ansar Allahs and all white with the turban and whatnot. They were the first ones that I ever saw on TV representing the Ansar Allah. They might have been the first and the last, right? After his brother died in a car accident, MF Doom or the artist known as MF Doom was born. And then he would wear a mask, never showed his face after that, right? This was his way of, you know, tapping in to the shadow self. Yeah, rising power to Debo. 
right? Debo left us as well. So MF Doom was born out of mourning. MF Doom was born out of pain. MF Doom was his shadow self, right? Subrock. MF Doom was his shadow self. And the rhymes became a lot darker. Hmm. He wasn't talking that Ansar Allah shit. The rhymes became a lot darker. But for those who don't know, and I'm not, you know, I took a shot at you cool, uncool niggas out there. Niggas be acting like they're cool and whatnot. But um, what I wanted to really say was, yeah, his twin brother. Okay? That's why I opened up Melanin. I opened up Third Eye Thursdays playing the song. That song specifically called Doomsday, right? The song called Doomsday, where he's basically paying homage to his twin, you know? And as a twin, myself, I'm a twin, an identical twin at that. I cannot tell you the level of pain that... I'm able, well, especially when I was younger, I was able to feel, you know, my brother's pain. So when people ask, that's the, the second thing they ask us when they meet us. Yo, who's the oldest? Yo, do you really feel what he be feeling? And then they ask us as we slept with the same girl and shit like that. When me and my brother was inseparable, when we were younger, I could feel his pain and I could feel some of his joy. So you know, I can imagine what that man was going through as an artist who lost his bro in the in the in the in the in the, in the earlier stages of their career. Right? And it's like, you know, a lot of people were able to relate to his persona. A lot of people were able to relate to his mysteriousness. A lot of people were able to relate to the pain he was an outcast, but you would not imagine who he single-handedly inspired. Tyler, the creator, Earl Sweatshirt, Kendrick. You understand? Uh, the list goes on. Cambada. He inspired me to a degree. Red Pill. You know, when I tapped into... The Scorpion King, when I was able to, you know, rap without being afraid of saying what I wanted to say and letting my shadow self breathe, my inspiration was artists like him. You know, he was, he, you know, he let that pen talk. You know, he let his pen talk. He let his pen breathe, you know, and Jay Electronica, heavenly inspired by him. You know, 
I mean, we could go on for days. I'm talking about the rappers that are winning right now because we already told you before that the Blurreds are winning. Revenge of the Blurreds. The Blurreds are winning. Kanye was inspired by MF Doom. J. Cole, you know, the whole goddamn, all of these niggas who fake, who are fake weird and cool at the same time. Because if you haven't noticed, you know, the backpack rappers, right? Starting from like 2007, and we spoke about this before, there was a, a challenge that took place on 9-11 between 50 Cent and Kanye West. We came to find out later on that it was sort of contrived and whatnot. But at the time when they were battling and going at it, everybody swore that it was real. What was the ritual? Because it wasn't a challenge. It was a ritual. What was this ritual? This ritual was playing off the original battle that took place on 9-11 between materialism versus spirituality. That deep woke shit versus crack rap. That was Jay-Z versus Nas. 2001, 9-11, when the Blueprint album came out. Then Nas came and dropped Ether on that nigga's birthday, which is December 4th, and basically killed him. You understand? He had to resurrect himself. He's never been the same. Okay? He's never been the same. So, Doom, yes, Doom is the rapper-producer archetype. Okay? He's the one who births that. So, years later... Kanye West, who was very hot at that time, and 50 Cent, who was also very hot at that time, they did the same type of quote-unquote challenge and whatnot. And what did they do, right? They said, we are going to challenge to see who sells the most. And whoever wins off of who sells the most, you basically got the throne. That was the challenge. And 50 Cent was very confident that he was going do I think backpack rappers can come back hella heavy? I'm explaining to you the backpack rappers already came back hella heavy. Backpack rappers been winning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something with you in a minute. You might not realize it, but backpack rappers are already winning. They've been winning. <laughs> they already been selling millions of out. What the fuck do you think Odd Future is? What do you think Tyler the Creator is? What do you think Earl Sweatshirt? What do you think Joey Badass is? What do you think uh, Kendrick Lamar is? What do you think Jake Cole is? I could go on. I could go on. This is Phil. I could go on. There's a lot of backpack rappers that are winning. Yeah, Lil Wayne tried to become a back rapper. Who do you think Drake is? If you if you wasn't following him before he ran into Lil Wayne by way of Jay Prince Jr., the nigga was a backpack rapper. So when they had their little battle, guess who won? Kanye West beat his ass. Okay, Kanye West won that battle, and when he won that battle. That's when the culture has shifted. The culture shifted that fucking day on 9-11. I think the year was 2007. I, I might be 
off by a year or two, but I believe it was 9-11, 2007, when Kanye West beat 50 Cent off of the quote-unquote, uh, you know, the um, the sales. They had a sales battle. They didn't have a rap battle. They had a battle to see who was going to sell the most. Right after that, the doors begins to open up. The culture begins to shift. The nigga with the pink polo and the tight motherfucking jeans who do you think uh, Pharrell is? You, you, who, who do you think Corday is? Who do you think? These are nerds, my nigga. These are fucking backpackers. These are blurds. You, you understand what I'm trying to explain to you? These are not gangster rappers. They shifted the culture. Uh, one of the reasons why a lot of niggas are able to be themselves, if they choose to be, is because of a certain type of shift in the culture. He definitely shifted the culture. You have to give that man his credit. He shifted the culture. He shifted the culture in ways that people do not give Kanye West the credit. He took it away from hyper-masculinity. He saved you niggas. It was, you know, I don't know. He, 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 made, he made, you know, being smart cool again. Right? Flatbush zombies, the underachievers. What the fuck? These are nerds. Okay? Pro era. Chuck, uh, what was the name? Captain Steve's rest in peace. Uh ASAP ASAP Yams in them. These were nerds. Charles Hamilton. Childish Gambino. They do numbers. They do numbers. Currency. What is you saying? Um, what's his name? Kid Cuddy, Travis Scott. These are nerds or blurds, like we like to call them. And I'm and I'm not judging nobody. I'm just explaining to you that there's an archetype and a prototype that was allowed to fucking breathe because homeboy opened up the door. No, Travis Scott is so you he could be considered backpack. He is backpack. The backpack that that y'all might that we all may be relating to these niggas are not native tongue. There's not Q-tip and these. They're not tribe called quest. It's a different type of tribe. What did Ye do? He made he merged. He made being a nerd a lot cooler. He got Amber Rose on his arm, right? And I, you know, I'm not I'm I'm not here to talk about interracial relationships. I'm just talking about the fact that a nigga who went from watching porn and obsessing over porn stars. Popped up with a goddamn stripper, that uh, a, a fucking milf, a gilf that everybody wanted. Okay, at that time, right? Who the fuck, nigga? Wiz Khalifa's a nerd. Wiz Khalifa's a nerd. Chance the rapper's a nerd. You understand? These are all blurs. It's a different type of backpack. He evolved the backpacker. He said that we're going to wear pink polos and motherfucking Louis backpacks. So what did he do? He made designer, right? He brought designer culture and he merged it with backpack culture. The backpack turned from a Jansport to a Louis bag, to a, um, a Gucci bag. Lou fucking, Lupe fucking fiasco is... The iconic nerd. We could go on for days.
I, I mean, let's go. We could go on for days. The Blurds are winning. Little Uzi Vert is a fucking nerd. He is the evolution XXX Tentacion. They are nerds. They're Blurds. They're what is known as emo rap. But emo rap, when you translate it, they're what? They're not part of the cool kids. They are on the side. Yeah, Metro Boomin. I would go as far as to say 21 Savage is a Blurred. I would, I would go on a limb to say 21 Savage is a Blurred. He's just... Hiding it. He's not, you know, that's not necessarily what his music might reflect, but go, in, go into Clubhouse and you could sit back and listen to him. He's a fucking blurred. So when Kanye gets Amber, all of the blurs rejoice. Oh my goodness. Because they're not used to seeing a fucking blurred or somebody who's an outcast or a weirdo like them bag the cool guy's girl okay the niggas at the lunch table that was the cool kids you know once the blurred gets the girl because that's really the fucking token that's what that that's what everybody is aiming for the war what's the booty of war it's the fucking woman so he cuts his other shorty off and he runs to what he had always perceived to be is the archetype of the bad bitch that everybody wanted. So now he's with who? Kim Kardashian. How many blurs uh, went to sleep with the Jergens bottle? You know what I mean? How many blurs uh, fucked up a whole roll of toilet tissue? Uh, a whole roll, a whole goddamn, uh, you know, a, a whole bunch of Scotty tissue, you know, imagining themselves and fucking Ray J's position with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, not Chloe. You know? Oh, somebody said Pharrell explained this on Drink Champs. I didn't check that out. Pharrell's interaction with Nori when he was doing Super Thug and all of those songs, that was a shift in the culture because at that time, nobody was doing nothing like that. Niggas, that's why there was all of this tension surrounding Nori almost smacking uh, Pharrell in them up because he was so hyper masculine at that time. He was so thugged out. And if you listen to Dream Champs, he's giving you nostalgia. He's reminiscing. And he's reminiscing. And a lot of people are like, damn, I don't remember who Nori was. Because you probably wasn't into the rap like that back in those days. Because the Nori on Drink Champs is not the Nori from Super Thugs. It's not the Nori from motherfucking uh, CNN. That nigga was different. He had a different energy. It was a very much lower frequency. He was speaking the Dunn language, mob deep and all of them. They, they was with the shits for real, for real. I just said, I told you last, I told you on Monday when we were talking about it, when they was in a tunnel, I'm from Brooklyn. And Brooklyn niggas knew if you popped off on the Queensbridge niggas, na most namely CNN and them, you was you was gonna get you was down for a brawl. You wasn't gonna snatch nobody's chain, or you wasn't gonna shake one of them down for for the jury and whatnot. They was gonna give you a fight, right? That wasn't the same for other people, but Nori and them, Mob Deep and them, they was brawlers, straight like that. They was brawlers. They was poking you up. They was cutting you. They they had the razors. They had the they had the yant. They had the whammies on them. 
you was gonna have a shootout. It wasn't no, they wasn't an easy target. There wasn't no easy target. And come to find out later on down the line, my nigga Prodigy just wanted to be a blurred. You you saw him, you saw him before his untimely demise, how he was extending himself, how he was expressing himself. He just wanted to be like one of us. He wanted to be uh he was on his conscious shit. He was he was past woke. Right? He just wanted to be comfortable and he wanted to be on some blur shit. He didn't want to be in the streets no more. He didn't want to be in the streets like that. He wanted to be a father. He wanted to be a father. He wanted to be, you know. So, the backpackers have their own, I'm from New York. I could speak about backpacker culture because, yeah, truth be told, somebody said Tupac was a blurred, and you damn right that he was. And Jada Pinkett and everybody be trying to tell everyone who worships this man uh, uh, who never was even there, y'all niggas was not around. You know what I'm talking about? No offense, but you know the legend of Tupac. Y'all don't know how this shit works. Look how they did Nipsey. Nipsey was a fucking blurred. Look how they did Nipsey when he died. Look how they did Pop Smoke when he died. When they tell Pop Smoke's story 10 years from now, it's gonna he's going to be bigger than life. He's going to be immortalized. But when Pop Smoke was alive, niggas was giving him halfway energy. When Nipsey was alive, niggas was giving him halfway energy. When Tupac was alive, niggas was giving him halfway energy. But when you die, when you ascend, when you make transition, you become cool enough for niggas to dick ride because you're not here anymore. That's when you become immortalized. That's when you become larger than life. That's when everybody was like, oh, I loved it, him. Oh, he was lit. Ah, ah, ah. But you wasn't showing him that. Nipsey's, uh, his he was worth $4 million when he died. He wasn't that lit to you niggas. He wasn't that lit because he was an independent artist. So if he was really, really lit, he would have had 40 million. Okay? He would have had 40 million. I'm calling cap. I'm calling you niggas cap. Because you be capping. You be lying. You know what I'm talking about? Niggas be lying about who they really fuck with like that. Vote with your dollar. Stop talking like this. You know what I mean? Vote with your dollar. Because niggas don't vote with their dollar. They wait for you to die. And then they jump on your wood and act like, oh, I was following him since he was in high school. You're a liar. You wasn't supporting him like that. You wasn't supporting him like that. So Tupac was a thespian. Tupac was an actor. Tupac was not who the fuck you niggas be trying to paint him as. He was an intellect. Biggie was an intellect. His mama didn't even know. That he was a rapper like that. Fuck is you saying? So he obviously had on two faces. His mama did. If if you live with your mama and she didn't know that you was a rapper, then come on. Well, she knew that he was a rapper. My bad. She didn't know that he was a drug dealer. This nigga said he was Frank White. But if your mama didn't know that you was a drug dealer, you wasn't that much of a drug dealer. Okay? Stop playing.
So, no, you niggas be capping. <laughs> you niggas is cap. Oh, that's a lot of fake love. And bam, it's the culture. The culture is built like that. So I'm not accusing anybody personally. The culture sucks. The culture is a deaf culture. They waiting for you to die, nigga. Look how much love MF Doom is going to get in his death. Now it's going to be safe to say, oh, he inspired me. You didn't say that when he was alive. You didn't say that when he was alive. You know what I mean? But now all of a sudden he's all of you niggas friends. But whatever. The blurts are winning. The backpackers run this shit. The niggas who uh uh, uh Jay-Z is trying to be like them. Fuck is you saying? Nigga Dame Dash is trying to be like them. You see how that happened? These were the most hyper masculine cocky ass, you know, cocksure niggas that you've ever ran across back in the days in the 90s. You you wouldn't even think them niggas read a book. You wouldn't think that they was on to nothing. But then, fast forward to where they're at now, right? After people like Kanye West, people like Pharrell, people, they, they widened the playing field. They opened it up. They've made being yourself or being it being something more than what these niggas were portraying. They made that something to be admirable. They made that something to be cool. If you go in, if you work in the music industry, 85% of them niggas in the industry are blurs. And the other 5% is from the streets. And then the other 10%, I don't know who them niggas are. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know who they are. Somebody said Jay's keep trying to model his, his image after Basquiat. Somebody said, is it culture or a game? Yeah, expound on what you're asking. Is it culture or a game? Because the culture is the game. It's not, them niggas, I don't know how you could separate the two. The culture is the game. What do you mean? You might not be outside a lot, but the culture is the game. The fuck is you saying? The culture is the game. Niggas run game. The culture is the game. You keep... So, anyway. It's... Fast forward... To where we're, I think I made my point. I don't want to overextend trying to explain to grown people what this game is about, right? Because this game, like I said, this game is what it is. It is what it is. Find your fucking place. And if you feel like you could shift the culture, well, shit, then shift it. You know what I mean? Look at MF Doom. He didn't wait for none of you niggas to say that he was this or he was that. He was wearing a mask before COVID-19. Right? 
He was the first mask of, of supervillain. You know what I mean? He was on his shadow. He was he was dealing with his issues. He was on his evil. Yeah, he was on his dark Kermit, evil Kermit shit, nigga. Right? He was that. You know? Culture is being used as a weapon. Eh. Yeah. Eh. On both sides. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword, if you ask me. It could be weaponized to be your weapon. Or you could just let the shit keep blasting you. It could be a weapon used against you, but it could definitely be weaponized to be your weapon. You are the culture, my niggas. Who's going to tell you how to be hip hop? Who's going to tell you how to put words together? Who's going to tell you how to put clothes? Nobody's telling us how to design these clothes. Nobody is telling us we can't put symbols on certain clothes. Nobody is telling us what we could wear. We can't wear stones, ancient stones and whatnot. Nobody is dictating that. We're dictating our own culture. We're pushing back against whatever culture the Romans was throwing at niggas. niggas the Romans was wrapping you niggas up in Roman designer. All day. Every fucking brand that niggas be running around dying to wear. Louis, Fendi, Gucci, Versace. All of that is Batiman. All of that is Roman. They all come from Milan, Italy. That's all Roman. You feel me? Once I figured it out, DNG. You ever go and Google these niggas? They look like Fossies. They don't look nothing like us. They don't look nothing like us. And I had said it before, the way that they cut the European jeans, where they cut the crotch all the way up, where your Johnson can't even breathe and whatnot. You know, I'm wary about putting on cotton that other people put their energy into. Because it seems like the minute niggas start wearing all of that designer shit, niggas started acting brand new. You know, niggas started acting Roman. <laughs> it, when we was wearing Carhartt, my nigga, when we was wearing Timberlands with fucking carpenter jeans, nigga. When we was wearing mad baggy clothes, we wasn't acting like women. How about it? It's when niggas start putting on the designer that was being exported from fucking Rome. Niggas started acting Roman. Facts. It's hard to act like a fucking woman when you're wearing a champion hoodie with some big ass pants, my nigga. And some Tims that are unlaced. You know what I mean? It's just hard. It's just hard. But uniforms create uniformity. Uniforms create uniformity. So I remember being in a club one day, standing on somebody's couch, and I looked into the audience, and this shit looked like a sea of Romans. These niggas looked like the character from Belly who had the fucking feathers that was in his hair. You know what I mean? Who was dressed like a pirate. Shit looked crazy to me. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, what, what's going on? Where am I? These niggas wearing Fashion Nova in the club. So what did we decide to do? 
we decided to create our own clothes. We decided to put our own heroes on, on, on the front of the shirts. We decided to put the niggas that we were studying. I was studying Kemet. I put the shit on the shirt. I, I found out about the fucking Moors in antiquity. Nigga, I put it on a shirt. I found out that we was indigenous to North Dakota. I put it on a shirt. That's what we did. And we said, yo, we taking off all of that designer shit because here it goes. We out here promoting uh, brands that don't care about us, even though we was boosting it. We was out here promoting brands that don't give back. They don't represent us. They don't look like us. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Jefferson in the building. That's right. Kings County and athletics all day. You know what I mean? We, I'm like, what are we doing? So I saw the landscape change over the uh, over the decade and a half that I've been here. Met multiple Pharaonic corporations. My dude, uh, Pharaonic popped up. Ra Omar. Athletics, you know what I mean? Kings County, uh, what's is that? Luxor, Couture, uh, what was that? Um, Nubia Apparel, you know, there's been multiple clothing lines that have birthed, born itself. Look at this. I was wearing Indian heads from Polo back in the days, right? Now, we got the Indian head with the Moors. A sweater like this from Ralph Lauren was like $500. Niggas would take your head off in the skating ring if they caught you with one of these. If they caught you on the train wearing one, they would take it off your back. If you was with your moms, they would tell your moms, tell that nigga to take it off right now. Back in the days in the 90s on a, on a, on a D train, niggas would strip you if they didn't know you. They would take it off your back in front of your parents. And now, oh, Nadi, yeah, shout out to Nadi with his merch. And of course, the Kabbalah God, A.A. Rashid, the legend, Sadie Genesis, right? You know, we were able to put our legends on top of our chest. Nobody's going to dictate what it is that we're going to wear. So... I feel that your apparel. Now I don't know about Fubu. Nah, we're not going there. I, I mean, I, I was rocking uh, platinum Fubu with the Fat Albert and all of that. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about conscious streetwear. I'm talking about consciousness. Here, niggas, will take your troop jacket. Apparel Normal, shout out to Blue Pill. You know, if you if there's some brands, you name them and I, I'll repeat them. But that's what we began to do. That's what we began to do. We began to design and promote and wear our own shit, right? Me personally, 
if your shit is fly, I'm gonna I'm gonna billboard it. I'm gonna billboard it. I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna promote it. Cause I don't have no problem with promoting it. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I'ma still rock the hell out of some Ralph though. You know, I'ma rock some Ralph. You niggas can't take me out of Ralph. You know, I'm talking about Ralph Lipskin, aka Ralph Lauren from the Bronx. He's from my hometown. And the Indian head, I'm an Indian, allegedly. You know, he makes designs that speak to my consciousness. So I fucks with Ralph. Okay? He's he's probably the only one that's gonna get a pass. You know what I mean? And he's not Roman. It's not a, it's not that shit don't come from Rome. You know what I'm talking about? It's not some Roman shit. Now, I'm not going to say that I haven't wore all of those name brands because I I really did. When I was in them stores, you know what I mean? Cleaning them out. We was wearing all of that shit. We was wearing Gucci. We was wearing Louis. We was wearing uh, D&G. We was wearing Moschino, Iceberg, all that. All that. You know? But we're in a new day and time. We we're in a, we're in a new day and time. So the new day and time, we have to level up with the day and time. You don't see niggas wearing the same thing uh that they was wearing 30 years ago. You know, we're in a new day and time. Our consciousness has shifted, it's elevated, it's changed. So now we're gonna move with the motherfucking clothes that we have today because to be honest with you I didn't have options back then yeah I rock some Coogee too I didn't have those options back then you know what I mean I didn't have those options back then you know and I, I want to encourage all of y'all that's about to come into your PPP loan because niggas is about to come into some money in the next few months right get you some manufacturing or holler at your peoples, right? And I holler at my peoples, and we could help you level up in the in the motherfucking apparel game. Come see me. I'm not gonna point you in no direction to nobody who I no. Come and see me, and I and I plug you with the plugs. Okay. We'll get it started because we need high fashion. We need couture. We need to compete with the fashion houses. We need to compete with Rome. You know, we need to we need to represent because look around. Go on fucking Instagram. It's a hundred thousand black brands that are popping up. They got black sneakers. They got book bags. They got jackets. They got sweatsuits. They got hoodies. They got t-shirts. They anything you name, our people are making it. And they're doing it in high quality. It's not by a mistake. So come and see me and I'm going to come and see you. Yeah, if you're a designer, please holler at your peoples. I promise you. I promise you. Yeah, 21 Savage. We're going into 2021, right? The fiscal year, that is. I know that this shit starts in spring. Don't fucking clutter my inbox with all of those. This is not the real New Year's. Yeah, nigga, tell me something I don't know. But this is the end of the fiscal year. This is the fourth quarter. This shit counts down tonight. 
Okay. It counts down tonight. Like I said earlier, I'm doing a lecture at 10 o'clock. The link is in the motherfucking description or the bio. It's on Zoom. It's, I put together it's a visual lecture. The shit is long. It's a hundred something pages. I'm going over all of the top stories, shit that we might have forget. I'm going over all of the top, you know, the, the albums of the year, movies of the year. I mean, I'm not Siskel and Ebert, so I'm not running. I'm telling you the shit that I looked at, the TV shows that I suggest, the ones that I was like, this shit helped me in 2020. This is why it helped me. This is because it's, you know, and it's not no shallow shit is going to be because it has a meaning behind it. Uh, I'm going to also talk about what's coming up in 2021. We're going to talk about Bitcoin. Uh, we're going to talk about what it's looking like in 2021. The shit that happened this year, the shit that didn't happen this year, the coins that you niggas need to avoid. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about the COVID, the places that you can go right now, right now, right now, not next month. I don't know what next month is going to look like when whole Biden or whoever the fuck takes the uh, throne and whatnot. I don't know what the future is going to look like. Oh. Yeah, Rock Deep and Daylight. Yeah, I've seen the sneakers. Those is hard. Those is hard. Who owns the materials that produce the fashion items? You tell me. Since you, you know, you tell me who the, who owns it. You tell me. Creative Consciousness. Yeah, shout out to them too. You tell me. Yeah, shout out to Resting Power, Rising Power to Chadwick, Rising Power to Kobe, Rising Power to Pop Smoke, King Vaughn, Frey, uh, what's the name? Uh, Fred the God, Fred the Godson, Baba Kalindi, Dr. Africa, Minister Hafiz, and there's a whole bunch of other names, known and unknown, that made their ascension. You understand? They made their ascension in this year. The reason why I speak of Pop Smoke, King Vaughn, because those were messianic figures. You know, I'm not here to judge nobody about their lyrical content. I'm not here to judge nobody about what they was out here doing in the streets while they were in a fucking gang war or while they were uh, in inside of what is known as fratricide. Because I'm, how the hell can I judge anybody if I know what the fuck be going on in these streets? How can I judge a, How can I judge anybody? And I know what I had to come through to be sitting right here in front of you. Yeah, rising power to Shabadu. You know what I mean? The reason why I say that they're messianic is because the appeal that they had over people, because of the fact that the appeal that they had over the youth. You understand? That makes you a messianic figure. The fact that they were leading people, the fact that they have an impact is impact over a whole bunch of other shit. I look at the impact. You know? And they had... What did they have? They had potential. That's all you really need. It's potential. I could work with potential. If I see potential in a knuckle dragger, 
If I see potential in one of these street niggas, if I see potential in somebody who's out there flirting with death every day, taking penitentiary chances, I can help that brother more than I can help a nigga who's running around acting like he's woke or something. I see no potential in him. Or one of these knuckle draggers who's, you know, I don't see potential in everybody in that world. I really don't. There's a whole bunch of people that may transition and rising power to them. I'm speaking about the messianic forces that were taken away. That really, when you think about it, they left a gap. When, when you know somebody's impact, when you take them out of the motherfucking picture, then you'd be like, damn, they left a humongous void. You feel me? You know how people say, well, shit, the, they say it in, a, in the laws of power, you know, you don't try to tell nobody your worth. You just remove yourself and then you let them see what your worth is. And you let everybody else see what your worth is. The same way that they like, yo, if you made Jay-Z, nigga, make another one. You know what I'm talking about? If it's that serious, make another one. That's what they told Dame Dash. Make another one, nigga. And he hasn't to this day. So there's obviously some type of chemistry or something that Jay-Z brought to the table that made Rockefeller what the fuck it was. and wasn't just Dame Dash. No offense. You know what I'm saying? The same way I told certain people when I was rocking with them, make another red pill then. If you're trying to downplay who the fuck I am and what I bring to this whole conversation, nigga, make another one of me then. You know what I mean? And I'm going to remove myself and then you'll see the void when I remove myself. You know? Yeah, rising power to FBG duck. You know? Who said that that's not important? Bro, who are you? This is, you said, talk all about vaccines on YouTube? Nah. Nah, I'm not talking about, go and go sock it to my pocket, my nigga, and come and pull up on the Zoom so you can hear about the vaccines off of YouTube. They just took uh, Dr. Phil Valentine's video from Black Magic for talking about the vaccines on YouTube. You know what I'm talking about? Go and get the fucking link. The link is in the description. Go and pull up. It starts at 10 p.m. Eastern. Bring your motherfucking champagne and your wine so we could pop bottles when the ball drops. Pause. You know what I mean? You niggas is not going to be in Times Square this year. We're going to be in a lecture. We're going to be in a motherfucking class. You know what I mean? Getting some information. Don't remove yourself. Saving a republic. Banana republic? What republic? I'm confused. What republic? Yeah, we're not we're not we're not talking about vaccines. Vaccines, you know what there's the only thing I want to say about that? 
go and watch Dr. Phil's webinar coming up. Whatever day is coming up. But I'll talk about it later on. We'll get into it on Zoom. Not on YouTube. On Zoom. Because that's what it's become. Heavily censored platforms. They out here deplatforming niggas for speaking the truth. Yeah, they shut the Black Magic Channel down. For a week, they said. You know what I mean? For speaking, for bringing on Valentine on Monday to speak the truth. Now, them people don't want us to know these things. They're very, very upset. Very upset. Yeah, shout out to all of the babies, the 2020 babies. I know that a whole bunch of them is coming. You know, a whole bunch of babies is coming this 2020. You know, YouTube is done. Yo, did you, yo, Times Square looks scary. I seen it on the video. It don't even look right. It don't even look right. Blog talk is not the same. Shit, YouTube is about to be not the same. You know? YouTube ain't about to be the same. Because I don't know how long we'll be here going into 2021. You know, we're going to have to upgrade our technology and learn to, uh, you know, the, the key word is decentralized. Decentralization. That's the key word going into 2021 decentralization you know decentralization that's where we got ahead because this right here this is almost like being in a glass house you know this is almost like being in a glass house throwing stones you know the people is looking at every single angle listening to every single conversation and doing all kind of stuff, playing with numbers, uh, you know, playing with the algorithm. It's crazy. Wait, Rich said what? Are you serious? Wow. Say word. Rich said that it shut down in April. Don't say that. I gotta hit Rich. I gotta hit Rich up. That don't even make sense. That's crazy. If that's true, then that's super crazy. Imagine how much stuff is gonna happen going into April that this man is not gonna be able to talk about. You know what I'm talking about? Let's not even talk about Instagram, how Instagram is going yonkers. You know what I mean? Instagram is Instagram cut cut my live last night. It wouldn't even let me post it. Uh they've been sending me all of these threatening emails. So it is what it is, man. You know? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Shit crazy.
anything that these people got their hands on. And then if you read the COVID bill, no, if you read the, the, the new shit that they passed that got niggas $600, the COVID relief bill, bruh, the one that's 5,000 pages, if you read that shit, bro, that's what I'm saying. They got people with the carrot, the dangling carrot was the quote unquote $600. That was the dangling carrot. Do you know what's in that bill? Do you know when the Democrats come into power, they are more into censorship than the Republicans are? Keep in mind, whatever we wanted to say about uh, Donald Trump, at least he was trying to alert the people about the fake media. And he was at war, fake war with the small hats. You know what I mean? And the small hats run Silicon Valley and the small hats control a whole bunch of that shit. So do you know what they're about to do when this shit gets ushered, when they get inaugurated and they get ushered in? Do, do, can you imagine the level of censorship that's about to kick off? We're in the Aquarian age, right? That got ushered in during the conjunction. So during the Aquarian age, you know, there's going to be... Uh, a very high um, technology is going to be very high on a ladder, you know, and we're going to be dealing with the expansion and the restriction. You feel me? At the same time, Jupiter, expansion, Saturn, restriction, Aquarius, technology. Okay, yeah, the UFO disclosure, they have 180 days countdown after they, uh, after the, whatchamacallit, there's a, there's a 180 day countdown to disclose about the UFOs after they pass the bill. <laughs> yeah, I know it's all a facade. Do I have an email list? Yes, I do. Let me put that on the banner. You'll see the banner change in one minute. And that will be the email. I'm highly encouraging everybody on this show to become part of my email list. Because even Third Eye Thursdays and Melanin Mondays, there's nothing really safe. You know, going into this new year, I'm not going to affirm anything negative. I'm not a pessimist. But I prepare for the worst. So if I see what they're doing to the Brother Rich channel and I see what they've done to other channels, then I know it is time to prepare ourselves before we sitting around asking, why me? You know what I mean? So my email, themark125th at Gmail, I'll be able to take your emails and put them on my blast list. You could look forward to Zooms. You could look forward to um, more webinars. You could look forward to uh, basically us getting together off of this platform. Uh, Patreon. Yes, Red Summer Deluxe is definitely in 2021. The reason why I did that Think about it. 
is because after the ball drops in a few hours, everything from 2020 is going to be left in 2020. You understand what I'm saying? Everything from 2020 will be left in 2020 when the ball drops. So in order to have some type of shelf life in 2021, right, as a marketer, you have to release your stuff in 2021. You know what I mean? Because people are very conscientious about the time and whatnot. If your shit say 2020 on it, they're going to act like it's a 2020 album. And like I said, I'm just getting comfortable with the Red Summer. You know, I was listening to that shit last night. I'm still unpacking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm listening to certain songs and I'm hearing shit that I didn't hear before. I'm like, oh, Lizzie said that. Cambada said this. You know, so it's an album that you got to live with. I didn't even do. I only got two videos. I haven't rolled out the videos. To be honest with you, the the album took so much out of me that when it dropped, I had to take at least a month to fucking de-escalate because I was moving very fast. Now I'm in a place where I could just prepare and plan and make some more moves. You feel me? And handle more of my business. So 2021 Savage, we're going to have the motherfucking deluxe we're gonna have a motherfucking uh, virtual concert and we got some motherfucking videos because this is a visual project this this project is really meant to be visual you know what i'm talking about it's very visual i, I want to show you what it is talking about through the bars and whatnot i want you to see it i mean mine is lit niggas got to see you know, you gotta see the drippage. You have to see some of the artists that we have on the album, like my sister, uh, Lizzie Jeff, America Sutton, my brother Jefferson in the building, Blue Pillar, Bashir, they're on the deluxe, going bonkers with it. You know, I'd rather y'all see us than just hear us. China Flow, I gotta do a video in China with Blue Pill. You know what I mean? The fucking uh, Hermit, Hermit, Sherman Hemsley remix. You got to see the video to that. Like, it's going to be crazy. Herbal Remedies with Lizzie. Uh, it's me, Lizzie, and Jefferson. We already shot the video for that. I might drop that just to get the pre-sales going. And I don't like cloud chasing because I'm not cloud chasing, FYI. But, you know, I had noticed something today when they said that MF Doom died on Halloween. And I was like, well, shit, that was the day that I dropped my album. Right? And not only did I drop the album that day, When I dropped the album, when we were designing the album, me and my designer, shout out to Nick, who I'm going to be bringing, I'm going to be doing some shows with Nick because we have some ventures dealing with designing and we're going to bring that to the family in 2021. But when me and Nick was designing the album, the album, 
right? I was like, I want to be on some super villain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a super villain per se, but the persona, not red pill. Remember, red pill. Uh, Hotep brothers, no teps. Hello, sister, beloved. I don't like using that word, but hello, my brothers and sisters. We are gathered here to pay homage to the ancestors. Yeah, that's red pill, right? That's red pill, P-I-L-L. And I broke that down, that that's a derivative of my first name, Philip, because P-H-I is phi, L-L-I-P, flipped around as pill, right? So, you know, I'm living out my purpose of my slave name, because not really a slave name. I feel that, like, they show you in the movie Soul, this on Disney+, Plus. this a must-see for everybody, that, you know, you, you are who you was before you got here. You know, you you are who you was before you got here. There is no mistakes. I don't I don't I don't fuck with that slave name shit because that's that's when people are trying to that's like woke consciousness. That's not deep enough. That's not getting into etymology. That's not getting into what your name is numerically. That's not getting into the fact that you did not your mama did not make a fucking mistake. She's in the wilderness of North America. She's naming niggas Fruquan. Adam, James, whatever the fuck she named you, nigga, that's your name. That's your purpose. That's your attribute. Live it out. And then you create alter egos. Those are the other names that you pick up. But you don't have no slave names because you're not a fucking slave, bruh. Okay? So, when we did the album, so Red Pillar is my shadow self. That's not red pill. That's another aspect of me. That's why it's a different fucking name. I, I try to make that clear. It's red pill with an AR. Hmm. It's a different aspect of myself. The same way the MF Doom was a different aspect of the nigga who you knew from Peach Fuzz. You understand? They're two different persons. Sometimes you have to let your shadow self breathe because if you keep that motherfucker bottled up, then you could become a very creepy person when you're alone by yourself or at, in, at night. You know what I mean? When nobody's looking, you, you want to let that motherfucker out. You want to let him breathe. This is what 21 Savage is. This is what this moon is about. That's what the conjunction is about. That's what this whole thing I feel in my soul is about. A lot of people. I've been I've been in the clubhouse over the past few days. A lot of people have been speaking about the dreams that they've been having. Uh, this fucking cancer moon is about confronting your past. It's about confronting your shadow self. It's about confronting the uh the the fucking failures and shit like that that you perceive that you took in life. When I listened to Panic's video, that nigga was speaking to me because he was talking about going through some of the same shit that I'm going through. You feel me? This whole thing, I've been I had a dream the other morning. This this whole time has been a lot of reflection. And I've been sharing that. I've been trying to be as transparent as I can be without fucking, you know, letting you niggas into my personal, personal life. But I've been very transparent to say, yo, I'm going through a lot of introspection these days. I'm being very still. I'm not moving around. You don't see me all on TV or I'm not all over the fucking internet. I'm not running behind nobody. I'm not running with nobody. I'm just chilling. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's not time for that. I'm chilling. I did enough of that this fucking year. You know what I mean? So it's about introspection. I highly suggest that's why I'm doing the year in review because we have to reflect. We have to go over some things that we may have not realized or may have forgotten, you know, or may have glossed over. So this whole shit is about reflection. There's nothing new under the sun. We're going to reflect. We're going to rewind the tape. Even with MF Doom passing, that niggas make me listening to that music is taking me back to where the fuck I was as a person when I was listening to MF Doom. When I did the show Melanin Monday and I was reminiscing, that was, I didn't plan that. That just came about because that's the time that we're in. This is about reflection, reminiscing, rewind the tape. 2020, we made it. We're at the fucking finish line. Um, it's time to reflect though. Everybody talking about what they want to go into 2021 doing. They they doing a post with the nigga, with the gay nigga who hopped out of the trunk saying, oh, that's me for 2021. All right, that's cool. But let's reflect on what you've been through. Let's reflect on the people who may transition. Let's reflect on the crate. I mean, Uncle Murder is not going to cover everything. Oh, shit. MF Doom was 44. Let me Google that. No, I don't think he was 44. Are you saying he's a 44 resonator? I think it was 49. He was 49. So the the aspect of me as an artist, right? The reason why I do art is to express myself. What am I expressing? I'm expressing aspects of myself. So if I speak of certain things that are considered to be street, that is an aspect of myself. I'd rather speak about it than actually get out here and do that shit because niggas would be like, oh, you let me down, Red Pill. You're doing life in fucking San Quentin. You know, I didn't really know that you really about that life. I'm like, nigga, I was trying to tell you, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to hold back parts of me from expressing themselves because that's a self-sabotaging part of myself. I'm a Scorpio. Scorpios have aspects of themselves that are very self-sabotaging. So we have to check ourselves because if we don't check ourselves, we could fucking wreck ourselves. So one of the best places for a person such as myself to express themselves is in theater, in film, in music, in dance, in fashion. You know, because you could let your alter ego breathe. And if anybody is familiar with my teachings, if anybody is a student of mine, you know, I do not necessarily promote bottling up and hiding who you are. I've tried the best to say, how are we going to deal with that nigga? And how do you want to express that person? You know, some of y'all got Lilith in you. You know, some of you sisters, y'all got Lilith. I'm like, shit, let her out. You know what I mean? Just don't do it around the fucking kids. You know, let her out. You want, you want to get on your Meg the Stallion? You want to be Mag the Stallion? Well, God damn it. There's a place 
and a time, but let it out. Don't bottle her up. Some of you niggas got Darth Vader. You know, you got to let it out. Sometimes it's therapeutic. There's a lot of people that run around and try to act holier than thou. Like they don't have a shadow self. Like they're not wrestling with their shadow self. Like they're not, like when you let that nigga out. Hmm. You know, when you come home and for the people that got dogs, when you let the dog out, nigga, to go take a shit. When? Or are you always perfect, my nigga? Or are you always fucking meditating? Are you always on your, on your namaste? Are you always floating around this bitch? Huh? You niggas is always uh, Mandela. So. In the music. Through my projects. I let filth more. Uh, wisdom. Those are my old attributes when I was in the streets. Red pill and red pillar out. All at the same time. You know? So all over the album is different aspects of me on different songs and different beats, different cadences, different hooks. When I get with Cambada, he'll bring a part of me out that I probably would say is more Red Pillar. I could go super Darth with him because that nigga is MF Doom personified in the flesh. If I've ever seen somebody who could tap into the darker side of themselves and express it. And listening to his music like LSD, listening to the struggles that he went through and his trauma, I'm like, yo, let that nigga make music, uh, as much music as he has to. When I'm when I with A.A. Rashid, you know what I mean? And I know what A.A. been through. And I know, I know, I know his trauma, some of his trauma. And I know that he's expressing himself through his trauma, through his dark self, through his shadow self, I'm like, let him breathe. You know, let him breathe because you got to let us breathe. Black men been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Especially niggas who made it this far. You have no idea the shit that we've been through. We forgot some of the shit that we've been through. We've been through so much. I promise you. So when I was designing the album cover, I was like, this is the back of the cover right here. This is not the front of the cover. This is the back of the album. And when I saw this picture, when I had the mask on, right, and the shit looked like a Homelander from the boys, I'm like, yeah, nigga, let's do that. You know, because I want to pay homage to the supervillains, you know? And not necessarily the supervillains in a way that like we're hurting cats and kids and whatnot. Just the fucking anti-hero, my nigga. The anti, I'll never want to be the hero. I'll probably want to be the Heru, but I'm never going to be, I don't want to be the hero. I don't want to be Hercules. Hercules was a fossy. He was a bati boy. That whole Europe, that's a European concept. I'd rather be Osiris, the dead king. I'd rather be fucking Sobek, nigga. You know what I mean? Before I be some fake ass, you know, uh, blonde hair, blue eyed Superman. That's not, that's not, I don't resonate to that. I resonate 
to the darker aspects, especially as a Scorpio. So I'm like, yeah, put that picture up. So the picture, the mask looks like MF Doom. And then we dropped that on October 31st, the same day that he dies, because he died on October 31st. His family just announced it today in right fashion and legendary. He's a fucking legend. This is how you immortalize yourself. We were having conversations on how to be an immortal before, because if you come here as an independent artist who have influenced mad people, you don't have the record labels behind you like that. And that's a good thing. You don't need them. You create a legend out of yourself through your works. But it ain't how you start the race, niggas. It's how you finish it. So the way that you check out this bitch should be legendary. That's what's going to solidify the fucking story. So the fact that his family on the last day of the year, 2020, when everybody is gathering, when everybody is coming together, they drop that motherfucking news that the masked, uh, the, the, the super villain MF Doom is no longer with us. Nigga, that's textbook uh, fucking villainry. That's villainry, all that. That's, super, that's some super villain shit, bro. He's going to be immortalized. He's going to be on the hearts and the minds of so many people. So many people who don't even know who the fuck he is, they're going to know who he is now. You know what I mean? He, his, he's trending number one on Twitter. He's going into 21 Savage, and they're going to be talking about MF Doom. They're going to be hailing him up. They're going to be playing his music. His music is going to spike. His shit is going to, his music is going to sell. He's going to be like Jay Dilla. He's going to be given rap royalty status. Immortality. Immortalized. You know what I'm saying? Not in the same sense of how a Nipsey got immortalized because he's not the same type of archetype. His archetype is more about the rapper producer because he was a rapper producer. He's the one who helped birth shit like that. His archetype is more about the intricate rhyme patterns and the intricate rhyme flows that he helped birth. Other niggas took it to different levels, but we're talking about foundation here. We're talking about originators. So while the whole world is wearing masks, we all have a mask on now. You can't leave your house without a mask on. When he was the nigga wearing a mask and everybody didn't have a mask, he was the outcast. Now everybody is wearing a mask. You niggas try getting on a plane without a mask on. You're the outcast. You see how that works? So we're all following his lead now. You understand? Okay, the God broke it down. Right, right. I see it now. I see it. I see the math. You're not reading too much um, Evolve. I like that. You know, I like that. That's some good 44 shit. Um, if you want to get this hoodie, I believe it's on Blue Pill's website, CosmicDust.com. Cosmic Dust. You feel me? So there's ways to fucking tweak the algorithm. This is the matrix. This is a game. This is not what you think it is. It's the matrix. It, you have to be able to hack. The, the, where's your life hack at? 
This is a life hack in a sense. You know, they're hacking the system. You know what I mean? To make sure that his babies and whoever's in his family, who I hope own his masters, won't have to basically suffer and take the route that other artists who just get killed out here and they don't have nothing. The record label owns everything. The family don't eat one cent off of them posthumously. You know? This is how you do it. So I was just showing that album cover just to show some of the synchronicities that I saw. Like I say, I'm not clout chasing. I'm not trying to ride the MF Doom wave and whatnot. But when I did that back cover, I was definitely paying homage and thinking about him all day. I was like, yeah, I fucks with MF Doom. I like that energy that he brought, you know? There you go. There you go. So, um, you know, with that being said, I'm about to sign off because I have a 10 o'clock lecture to do. I have to still do more studying. Um, yeah, I got to still do more studying. Like I said, I just wanted to do this live to speak about MF Doom, pay him, give him his flowers, speak to his legacy. And, you know, hopefully give the family a little bit of insight about the culture and this culture, this rich culture, this intricate culture, this very layered culture called hip hop that we just think be music that you niggas hear on the radio. To be honest with you, most of the shit that I talk about is not even radio music. You know what I mean? When we speak about the culture. But notice that doesn't mean that that's not influencing the world. The shit that's not on the radio, it's the, it's the subtle shit, it's the underground shit, it's the shit that you don't hear on the radio, and it's still influencing the world, because the world is still, this is pop culture. Hip-hop is pop culture, so hip-hop is the world. We told you that 10 years ago with Blueprint 322, that hip-hop runs the fucking world, and it does. It does. It influences more people, more things, and more places than you probably could even conceive because the majority of us don't have our vaccine passport. We're not traveling all around the world. We don't know. You have no fucking idea. You're not going around the world to even know that. To even know that. Guapcoin is on Clubhouse. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, shout out to Guapcoin. Shout out to everybody on a clubhouse doing rooms and whatnot. I'll probably return there tomorrow with a broadcast. But tonight I'm on Zoom. All right. I have a whole bunch of people that bought tickets. So I have to satisfy my KT aliens, my students and whatnot. I'm going to drop the link. Anybody that wants to get the link, you go ahead and you go to Eventbrite. And go to 2020yearinreview.eventbrite.com and get your ticket, all right? They'll be on sale till about 10-something. Um, when the ball drops, I'm going to pop me some fucking sparkling cider and drink it up with the wife, you know? And um, I'm going to drink something with the wifey. And I'm going to encourage anybody that's in the room, 
I'll play some MF Doom, right? And maybe a song off for the Red Summer in the in the you know in the meantime. Yeah, Cosmic Dust got the hoodies. Yes, yes indeed. Cosmic Dust got the hoodies. Yeah, we breaking the bread like it's Hanukkah. That's right. So I I I'll do it so the family who's with their family. Um, could be with their family because you don't need to be with me when the ball drops. You know what I mean? I'm encouraging you to be with your familia. You feel me? When the ball drops. And if you don't got the familia with you, just listen to some music. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to some music. Then if we're not finished with the lecture by then, I'll get back on and we'll finish the lecture because it's about two hours long. So if I don't run my mouth all fucking night, We'll be able to get that shit over with before the ball drops. If that means anything to anybody. Because to be honest with you, the shit don't really mean nothing to me. Because like I said, this is the fiscal year. This is about your this is about to see if your books are red or black. This ain't this is not the spiritual time. That's in the spring. That's in the spring. This really isn't don't get caught up in this fucking Roman antics. This is not it right here. This is the fiscal year. And when niggas were slaves and whatnot, way back in the days, this uh, January 1st is when they would split families up and sell them and whatnot. This was a dreaded time for you Eidos. This was a dreaded time for the Eidos because on the 1st of January, that's when the, they, they would, uh, it was the end of the fiscal. And that's when they would basically begin to sell off their property and shit like that. So Eidos... I don't want to see you niggas talking about Happy New Year because you niggas, this was not your time. <laughs> this wasn't it. You, you know, your, your ancestors dreaded New Year's Eve. Go and do your research. You know, your teachers should have taught you that. Go and do the research. Yeah, and we lost the war, the Moors. Because so I don't want to leave us out. I don't want to leave everybody. The Moors dreaded the New Year's because we lost the war on January 1st. That's when we fell in Alhambra. So that was a dreaded time for us as well. Case in point, that's probably why they did this shit in the Americas on January 4th to keep up with the ritual of when the Moors fell. So to be honest with you, this could be celebrating the falling of the Moors, this quote unquote New Year's, because this is something that they recently created. So. This could be still celebrating and keeping the motherfucking spell the same way that Thanksgiving with the turkey. That's the fucking Turks. The same way with the goddamn festival that they have in Spain and Christmas with the three kings. That's Christmas. The same way with the fourth, with the first, fourth, uh, the, the first of the January, the New Year's. That's the that's the fiscal year. You know what I mean? Who the fuck knows? Uh, Columbus, uh, Columbus in October. That's dealing with the Moors. Thanksgiving, that's dealing with the Moors. Uh, uh, Christmas, that's dealing with the Moors. They, 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 they over there with fucking swarthy Pete, swarthy Pete, and them in in the fucking Netherlands, you know. And then they got the three king ritual in Spain. That's that's all. That's all a ritual. So we shouldn't be playing into none of that. Happy Kwanzaa, niggas. So, 
but we're going to wrap up the fiscal year tonight and we're going to go in and I highly encourage, you know, my KT aliens to be in the building. You know what I'm talking about? Come rock with your peoples. And I see y'all who didn't, or I see everybody on Melanin Monday. All right. Coming up on Monday, God willingly. All right. So love and light to the family. Peace and love. Thank everyone for a wonderful um, 2020. The supporters, the uh, everybody who was in the audience during these Melanin Mondays, the people who came out to Melanin Monday in Atlanta when we was going live. I see you niggas appreciate this format better. I'm not mad at you. I like one-on-one better too. You know, it's a little more intimate. Um, everybody that came out to the lectures that we did, everybody that came out to the webinars, because I started out the year of 2020 doing the Zooms, doing class, doing the webinars, going in, dropping information, Fear of a Black Planet, Fear of a Black and More Messiah, In Too Deep, uh, Facts Initiative. What else did I do? We did a few other ones, you know what I'm saying? And all of them were very on point leading up to where we're at right now. So I just appreciate every single person. You know, go play you some MF Doom. You know what I mean? Go play you some MF Doom. You know, go play you uh, some Dr. Africa lectures, uh, Baba Kalindi lectures, you know, all of the greats. You know, we pay homage to them because they have ascended and whatnot during the ancestor realm. So, love and light, y'all. Let's let's end it on. Oh, shout out to my stream chasers, of course. Shout out to my stream chasers. Can't forget the stream chasers. You know what I mean? Everybody to sign up for the business course. You know, all of that. All of that was appreciated. We're going to run this back. I hope that YouTube don't trip on some uh, copyright shit. My check.
right up on my cover, baby, Google like Either I'm on to eight grade, hey, who's the same? I wrote this one in BCDC, old section. If you don't believe me, go get back and check them. So number 17, I'm under the top bunk. I say this not to be me, it was bad luck, a pop junk. Pop the trunk on C-Cyber Punk, leave a mess, scrape off a bit. If ain't no escape, blame a left tape. Definition super villain. A killer who loved children, one who was born killed in destruction as well as building. My city summer teaches the trife to be trifer. I'm trading science fiction with my man alive lifer. A pie pipe, a holler, a rhyme, a dollar, and a dime. Do a sting, ring around the white collar crime. Get out my face, asking about my case, team toothpaste. Refreshment, monkey style, nigga, the death of death. And dope fiends still in their teens. Shook niggas turn witness. Real men's mind their own business. That's the difference between sissy pissy rappers and double dots. How come I hold the microphone double clutch? COs make rounds, never have eyes found. Shakedown, lockdown, wet dreams of Fox Brown. On Tuesday, ever since the wound, till I'm back where my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right up on my government, cumulate. Either unlawful, engraved, hey, who's to say? Doomsday, ever since the wound, till I'm back to the essence, breathing off the tomb. Either engraved or unmarked, grave, who's to say? Pass the mic like pass the piece, like they used to say. Some MFs don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all, who's hella cool, her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames on flipper and tipper nipples, metal fang. No one amongst hoes for the bang bang. No one amongst foes for flow without no talking orangutans. Only gin and tang, guzzle out a rusty tin. Can't this mic is like yin and yang. Clang, crime don't pay. Listen, to me. it's like me holding up the line at the kissing booth. I took her back to the truck, she was uncool. Spitting all out the sunroof, threw her missing tool. But then she had a sexy voice, sound like Jazzy Joyce. So I turned it up, faster than a speeding knife. Saw enough to please a wife, able to drop today's path in the 48 keys of life. Cut the crap for his rap. Touch the mic and get the same thing that A Rab would do to you for stealing. What the devil? He's on another level. It's a word, no name. MF, the super villain.